Welcome back. Welcome back. It's your boy B Mims here with the Back Channel Podcast. Uh, along with my uh, sidekick, Ace Boom Coon. <laughs> Number one, we got G Mac. What's happening? Well, normally we, well, basically we had planned to go ahead and do our continue with our NFL preview. We were going to do the AFC West today, but I, I feel though we have other pressing matters aside from that. Um, as you know, the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, I should say. There's been there have been uh, protests uh, in re- in regard to what is happening with the shooting in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and um, and even furthermore, it was kind of aided. I'm sure some of this was aided due to the uh, this kind of the kind of militia or kind of uh, private citizens taking it upon themselves to go ahead and I don't know whether they're protecting properties or whatever, but they've kind of increased the death toll. Allegedly. Allegedly. Protecting properties. Um, Oh, okay. Um, Just to be full, open and honest about it, I kind of had my head in the sand about this unintentionally because I had been working all day and my occupation, I can't be distracted. So I'm not on my phone and doing a bunch of stuff like that. So, um, so I came out today and I was a bit shocked. So, uh, gee, what, what do you make of this thing? kind of random out of the blue man like they played yesterday uh and honestly i know you were working or whatever and i was too but i have access to whatever when i'm working so initially the first talks were about the celtics and raptors saying they might boycott their game which i think is actually tomorrow if i'm not mistaken um so that's the first buzz or thing i heard you know, as time goes on, you know, when you're when you're with the media outlets and the talking heads are on TV or whatever, a lot of that stuff just gets regurgitated and recycled. You know, four hours of sports talk with not much going on. You're going to hear the same crap from a lot of outlets and just different people or whatever. So then there started to be a rumor that the Bucks might protest and boycott the game or whatever. <clears throat> and just kind of right around... Probably about the time I was getting off, around 4, 3.30, 4 o'clock my time, it's like, Bucks aren't going to play. I was like, damn. Like, and it's it's kind of cool that they're the first ones because they're closest to the heart of the most recent incident. So then it's like, uh, you know, the conversation sparks, well, are they forfeiting the games? Does Orlando win the game? And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know... If everybody else doesn't do the same thing, they can't play the solidarity card anymore. And like clockwork, boom, 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 all the games are off. 
So this is what got me. Because after that all happened, I'm like, wow, like this is going down. Then you hear Milwaukee Brewers gonna sit, not gonna play. I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know, there ain't the uh, let's just say the fan base for MLB and the fan base for NBA are not quite the same. <laughs> okay. So no. That's the sort of telling thing. And even though MLB didn't shut down all the games, at least three games got postponed for the same reason. And then all of a sudden, I see a picture of all the WNBA players kneeling on the court. And then they're not playing. None of them. And then now there's five MLS games that are postponed and they're not playing. And again, that's not the same fan base. So I just kind of watched it grow legs and start running from, I mean, you know, early this morning, it was like a slow walk, you know, some speculation basically. And then by 3, 34 o'clock, like it was full sprint. So I'm honestly glad to see it going down across the board with different sports and not just the NBA and especially being not just Milwaukee. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward uh i have a feeling you're gonna get the same thing tomorrow at least from the nba i don't know about the rest but at least from the nba that's kind of where i see this going it's it's funny it's actually it's weird to hear you say like to break down a timeline because bro when i tell you i am through lunch through whatever i'm oblivious to this in fact and doing some last minute prep for uh, the pod that we planned on doing, I got online and didn't see anything. Oh, wow. Because because I went directly. So what you were looking for. Yeah. You know, so I was just sitting there clicking in that. And then the, here's the funny thing. You know how I feel about talking heads. You know, I don't watch any of the talking heads for the most right. part. And I was sitting in there, sitting here, just uh, nothing else. And then of all the things, um, What's the one with Kornheiser and Wilbon? Uh, pardon the interruption. Yeah. PTI. And that came on. And I was just sitting here like, I haven't I haven't heard these guys' voices and I don't know how long. So I just turned it on. There's nothing really going And then that's when I'm finding this. Oh, out. wow. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there like, hold on, what? And so then I get on, I get on, the computer and I tell you like two keystrokes and then all this stuff starts popping up. And then I was like, where have I been? And um, so yeah, uh, this was bizarre to me. And it's just, it's just crazy. It's, I agree with you. I like the solidarity um, aspect, even if uh, you know, maybe not to your point, all of MLB or sports in general, but you know, the Brewers chilled out, and um, because I mean, that kind of sends a message of community, yep. <clears throat> totally get that. You know, respect to that. Uh, WNBA, um, I'm and on a side note. I'm going to shout out WNBA here because we've all made jokes about how we don't watch WNBA. True. 
but I tell you this much, as much as they may complain about like they should get more money and they they use their um they compare their salaries versus uh the NBAs, which I don't I just I don't understand how they don't understand why that they aren't built the same. But it's been the same old same, even though it's not a hundred percent black woman league, but at some point in time, like black women have, I mean, supported black men. Like, I mean, as much as we want to say that, like, they're our biggest, um, you know, whatever irritant, whatever you want to call, whatever that's between man and woman. But when. N- the rest of the world kind of like is is teeing off its open season on on black males. They're there, there. So at this point, it's not as though you didn't have enough evidence to come to this conclusion already, right. but you definitely have it now because they easily could just sit this out. And just give little, oh, you know, yes, I wish, yeah, you know, whatever, and keep doing their thing. But j- just to be clear, it's not just black males that are being killed by police. They're black women as well. I eat Breonna Taylor. So um, I just want to shout out them. But I agree. It's it's good to see that uh, kind of like that solidarity, but yeah. But here's a question I got to ask you, G-Mac. Okay. What happens Thursday? I think the bigger question is it's not Thursday. It's it's past Thursday. I'm, like, I'm almost certain I'd, I'd bet a paycheck that they're going to cancel the games tomorrow too. Because, like I said, Toronto and Boston were already in the works talking about that. Um, I don't see how they cannot do that. So then it's what happens Friday, what happens Saturday, what happens Sunday. I mean, at this point, since they decided to do this, you got to think their thought processes have to be how do we keep this going? Do we want to go ahead and finish this playoffs and crown a champion? Do we shut it all down now? I like. I'd love to hear the actual conversations going on in that bubble, listening to them discuss what's what. But um, I don't know, man. They've got a tough decision to make between now and say Friday morning, because if they're going to go ahead and march with this all the way through, they got to have their mind made up by the end of the day, end of the day tomorrow. Um there's probably a good chance that not everyone's on the same page as well um it's a lot involved man it's a lot that goes into this so I can't say what I think they're gonna do one way or the other but I know they've got some major decisions to make and then when you're in that situation how much time is enough like you do it for three days, do it for the weekend, you do it for a week, you scrap it all together. Like, how do you decide what's the right thing to do? You know what I mean? 
and uh, <clears throat> even more interesting to see is okay it starts it started with the NBA but it wasn't an NBA thing this time it just happened to be the Bucks because of the location so does if let's just say these guys sit for five days or a week or cancel it all whatever they decide to do like then what does everybody else do easy for a few MLB teams to sit out for tonight easy for WNBA like you said to sit out for tonight MLS to sit out for tonight but you know when you start sitting out these games you're now affecting the almighty dollar people's paychecks and that's where it all starts to conflict and get a little hairy in my opinion so I'm not sure where it's going but I can't wait to see yeah a couple points on that I'm I'm going to say something that's crazy that I would actually say this I would it's crazy because I didn't think I would actually say this much less actually kind of believe part part of it I don't right now that all my dollar ain't ain't moving the needle with these players like that yeah I, I can see that that's because the football's in off season <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But this is try to I'm trying to tell you like this is this is really interesting because on one side you got to you got to think that there's some players, some NFL players are like, man, look at how look at how strong of a holding these uh, these basketball players, these baseball players got on their lead. But at the same time, there's owners looking over there saying, man, look at how strong a hold the players got on their lead. And I fear for the NFL because if you didn't think those owners' heels were dug in before, like, because that's the 13, 13 or 16 billion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, but it's going to be the real thing. The real interesting thing is what will these college football players do? Uh, I don't, man, I, I don't feel like it's on the same scale. I feel like they still have for lack of better words uh, something to prove where they're still trying to get there I think they still want to play so they can get noticed and get on that draft board and all that etc I don't I just don't feel like it's the same scale for them so even though they might feel the same way uh, I think they have a different a whole different set of reasons to go ahead and try to play well, I, I I agree, but when they when they came out to make, put these concessions together, when he was talking about uh, Corona, you know, they kind of unionized. But then they were talking about like the kids out in o- Oklahoma State, um, you know, uh, the, the kids out in Iowa. 
and you know, they were talking about these racial disparities and and issues that were going on, and like they pulled some, they pulled some, some long, you know, some pretty long tenured coaches, like you know, they you know took them to the mat. So I'm just interested and in just see like, hey, what are these dudes? Because if this thing, if this the bigger that this thing gets, the more influence it's going to have over those, those, you know, those college students, those college athletes. Because um, while I think a lot of them, I mean, I think they're sold on the fact that they're going to be in a bubble and it's safer to be playing football than it is out there, you know, at home or whatever, or whatever and uh, but I'm trying to tell you they all look up to Braun and KD and whomever these kids these kids you know see the you know the the message being sent to them that now nah, this is bigger than this is bigger than me making money well that's the thing is they haven't made any money well, no, I understand. I understand that because I understand it. But here's the thing. Those NFL teams are going to draft somebody next year, whether you guys play or not. That's true. Very true. Um, I think, but it comes to, it comes down to the guys who have something to gain. Not your Trevor Lawrence's and those dudes, but, you know, the guy who's going to jump into the first round of the end of the season. And that kind of thing. It's I don't know, man. It's it's such uncharted territory, to be completely honest. It's hard to say what's gonna happen or what they're gonna do. I just feel like they're not most of them are not in a place to have that rug jacked from under them. You gotta think some of these dudes have been waiting on this opportunity for what? 10 years or whatever and like to just have that taken from you from for some stuff not saying that it's circumstances they can't control because they couldn't control what happened but they can totally control their reaction and what they do after and it's like do I really wanna do I really wanna wipe this all away you know what I mean I, I they just have a different they're just looking down a different barrel if you ask me yeah, I mean, and and be, and to be honest, maybe mine is more uh, hopeful than actually. This is what I, this is what I actually think is gonna happen. You know what I mean? So, so another thing, what makes this whole thing very much bizarre is not the word, but just. Like you didn't see this coming, just because this built momentum rather quickly, and the doc, the Doc Rivers yeah. comment, man. Like, to, what's your thoughts on that? Like, what were you thinking when you when you when you were watching that, listening to that? Here's the thing: is uh, I was actually watching Clippers Dallas game last night, and they asked him about it, and he or they replayed what he said. He just gave a short comment like, 
he pretty much said he'd address it after the game. So I knew something was coming. I didn't know it was that. Uh, Extremely powerful. But, you know, kind of along the lines of what most of us, I guess I want to say of our race is kind of what we think. Uh, It's, uh, I don't know, man. Like, it was, it was tough. And you had to, like, you had to understand that. It's just, uh, the crazy part is the reactions I'm hearing is, well, this is, this is the shit that honestly kills me. And it, I used to hear this a lot when Cap was doing his thing too. Is yeah, like, like yeah, you're so oppressed. You make millions of dollars, blah 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 blah. And it's just like you assholes, like really don't understand sometimes. Like yeah, the man's a millionaire, but he busted his ass to get there. Like that wasn't gift given or gifted to him by any stretch. And even if it was, because you know you get that about Cap a lot because. He was adopted by a white family, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, just because I'm 6'6", 250, and I never got bullied, does that mean I can't stand up for people who are getting bullied? You know what I mean? Like, they act like because he may have never seen some of these things, he can't have an opinion and or be against it. And that shit kind of drives me nuts. But back to Doc. Uh, really powerful, man. And I don't, I feel like he didn't really even think about what he was saying. I think he just poured it out. Like, I've always been big on guys giving speeches or apologies, especially apologies when they do something wrong, get caught by the media athletes I'm talking about specifically. If it's heartfelt and it's what you mean, why read from a piece of paper? Like, Doc was up there, regular post-game interview, like, let it out. Like, the dude was about to cry. Damn, there wasn't tears. Like, you can't tell me that's fake. And no one's up there who, whose privilege is going to do something like that. So, we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes and how everyone else takes it. And it's going to be, the next couple of days are going to be interesting. I can say that to say the least. Yeah, man, I, I I listened to Doc's thing, man. And I was I was sitting there like the reaction that I had was that's really the first time that I really kind of felt like I was taking I was almost taking an emotional approach to a lot of these things. That's not to say that I'm callous and I don't identify with this uh, on the contrary but because how frequent these things happen I kind of forced myself to really kind of try to detach myself from the emotion in order to articulate the issue that I have with the incident because so often when when you're so close to something, you can't really convey what you want to say because emotions just fill you up and run over. So, but that was that was probably the first time in a minute, man, where I sat there and was like, "Yo, like, like this, 
the toughest part for me, man, is to sit up there and this is a grown man up here having to beg some white people to care enough to make these other, make this entity just haul criminals to jail. I think this is the biggest problem that I have with why it's so frustrating for me is there's this air or there's this misdirection that's constantly being played as if black people want special like special consideration yes. I'll, I'll say this to what I've, I've said to other people and I've had these conversations I said we just want the people that you are arresting to be tried before a judge and a jury if that's what it takes exactly. if that's what's warranted is it that's the thing. We're not asking. We're not asking for a special tax credit. Nope. You know, we're not asking. You know, I know how much y'all hate affirmative action. We're not asking for that. We're literally asking. Take. Take suspects, assailants, whomever, into custody. And let the and let the process work. You can strip away all the other superlatives and all this other thing, all these other things when we're talking about, okay, like uh, cap. Cap is you know adopted. He was adopted by a white couple, so therefore this and Jason Whitlock. I thought I'd never. I told her I'd never say his name, but I mean, when he says stuff about LeBron that because his wealth. And status has put him above that. He don't have regular black people problems. You can strip away all that incendiary stuff. At the end of the day, everyone's asking the same thing. I, and we're not even saying treat us all the same. We're saying whether whether the people, whether the, the suspect is black, white, Hispanic, Asian, it's it's irrelevant. We're saying that the threshold for shooting someone on the spot using deadly force needs to be much higher. And there needs to be accountability for that. That is it. But he was a criminal. He has a criminal record. Why can't we shoot him? I mean... Why do you got jails if that's all you got to do? He was resisting arrest, man. It was like, he has a criminal record and was resisting arrest. So how come I can't shoot him in the back? Well, and here, here's the other thing. And I think what I can almost hear this being uh, said right now. Now, you, I saw the video of the guy. And what do you, he, I don't know what he was doing. And I don't know what made him do what he did to go into that car the way he, you know, whatever. I don't know what he was trying to do. I don't. But I do know this. 
you had multiple opportunities to apprehend this individual. Multiple, and it was three guys. That is my whole argument. You, like, you're following a guy. Why are you following a guy that's walking? He wasn't sprinting. It wasn't a mad dash. Caught you off guard to run into run into his car. You had every opportunity. Let's grab this dude. I again. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get that deep into that. But I'm just saying. Every opportunity should be made to avoid deadly actions. And that's the problem is it is when it's somebody else. Like how many, I saw a video of a guy who pulled a knife on a female cop. She walked, like she pretty much ran from the dude for about a minute and a half, two minutes until she had to blast him. And then she shot him. He deserved to get shot. But she gave him every opportunity to just lay it down and chill out. And, she, and he was cussing at her, saying he was going to kill right. her. So then, you got, there's another one where this, there's a state trooper or two, and they're trying to apprehend this dude. And he's resisting, resisting, fighting him. He eventually gets away, hops in there with, or his own, I forget which one, and takes off. They ain't even so much as pull a taser on this guy. So then, after last night's riots, whatever, uh, the 17-year-old kid with the AR shot somebody. They started tracking him down. He shot a couple more people. They're saying self-defense. It is self-defense at that point because he's getting his ass beat. But he was having to defend himself because he shot somebody prior to that. Even still, in the midst of chaos, and I'm in a full-blown riot, not some crowd, not some arguing, full-blown riot, shit's on fire, everything's going wrong. You see a guy with an assault rifle on him walking towards the police. Granted, his hands are up and he wasn't bearing the arm, but who's going to say he's not going to grab it and start shooting? They didn't bat an eye at this dude. Like, didn't bat an eye. How come he didn't, he didn't get tased, nothing, anything? If you can't see the significance in that versus the other, then something's wrong with you and you are most likely the problem. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I have a little analogy when it comes to race relations, particularly as it pertains to black and white. It's Hatfields versus McCoys. And whatever the Hatfields want, the McCoys automatically will deny it. It's wrong. Now, do I think inherently every McCoy? No. But there's a faction that that throughout history that kind of plays with your mind that makes you think that the Hatfields inherently don't deserve more right because the sure way the sure way to get something done I joke the sure way to get something done in this country 
And I joke about this to say the Hatfields need to say they want this. Mm-hmm. And then I guarantee you the McCoys, McCoy representatives will do something to go 180 degrees. Yep. So, do I think, again, do I think overwhelmingly the McCoys, overwhelmingly all the McCoys? No. Right. It's not not a blanket. No. But I just know many, like, there's a faction of McCoys that don't want to get involved. They know it's wrong, don't want to get involved. And there's a there's a portion of McCoy's like yo we ride we ride with your Hatfields let's do it and shout out to them but for people to act like there aren't McCoy's out there that are actively like it doesn't matter what happens Hatfields want it no and these aren't just extremists. You know, these aren't your Charlottesville or, you know, like that's what people want you to believe. Like, it's kind of like racism. People don't consider racism anything less than burning crosses in people's yard and, you know, hanging people and white hoods. If it's less than that, oh, you know, that's not real. That's not racism. Correct. Well, no. I mean, there's way different, there's way more things like, hey, there's redlining. Hey, there's the fact that I'm sitting up here with an 830 credit score and somebody trying to give me, trying to to convince me that I'm doing great getting a 4.25 home loan. When someone two days prior with, with a lower, lower uh, with a higher debt to income ratio than me sat up here and got 3.1 right same company same loan office same house now that's a true story and I'm sitting here like okay no that's not how people that's not how this racist thing goes I mean for for all the progress that we think we've made (laughs) it is just all it is is just hidden because if you think about it what's the real progress because it's a play on words gee 60 check this out if your parents if your parents are older, if your parents are 56 and older, they're older than the Civil Rights Act. Facts. Again, if your parents are 56 years old, they were born during a time or before a time where black people could drink in any water fountain they wanted to. So, I ask you, what real progress? Because remember, 
I'm going to tell you how I, I, I made this conversation. Uh, I had this conversation with a coworker of mine. We were talking about this stuff, all the riots and stuff that was happening a couple months ago. And I told him, I said, well, let's put it this way. I said, in 1965, you know, America passed what rights act, you know, civil rights act. I said, you want me to, I said, you want me to tell you what I find strange in a country full of smart people who legislate, who know the power of the pen, the power of the word. Why did they not, I said, why didn't black people ask for equal rights act? <clears throat> Think about that. We didn't ask for equal rights act because we know we weren't going to get that. <laughs> they asked, basically what they asked for, not to be beaten in the head when we walk down the streets just because somebody wants to beat me in the head. That's what the Civil Rights Act is. Not treat me fair, treat me civilly. So when people put that, they put that in the legislation. No, nobody act. Think about this: all these smart Harvard and Ivy League educated individuals, and no, it slipped everybody's mind that civil rights don't equate to equal rights. Sad but true, man. So again, I ask you, what real progress? I mean, you can't say it's none, but you oh, can never you can one hundred percent say it's not enough, not even close. It's just it's just amazing to me. It's just amazing to me at this point, man, that I don't even, it's at this point where I think everyone just, here's what honesty needs to come in. Everyone's gonna give you buzzwords like we need to talk communication and police, uh, you know, community involvement, all the, and, and all those are actually true. All those are true. But at some point in time, we're gonna have to be honest. And I think if both sides were honest, I think our progress would actually, um, I think real progress would actually commence, but not in the way you think. Okay. I think, I think if more of the McCoys just say, I'll be honest with you. I mean, we all cool or whatever and da da da. And I, I know you as a person and you're cool, whatever, but all in all, I mean, Yo, I got a good thing here. I ain't gonna mess it up. I think if we got more of that, I think there's more. Uh, I think there's more Hatfields that is going that will start saying, you know what? We need to really kind of circle the wagons here. Let's stop pleading. 
So then what do you do? Well, there's there's a lot of things you could do. But I think I think Hatfields need to start circling the wagons. Every 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 dollar that you get in, you put it to work. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, that's that. It's, it's as difficult and simple as that. But here's the thing. Hatfields have to get uncomfortable. Sure. But that's going to take a lot of work. Uh uh-huh. It's gonna it's gonna take a lot of work, but I mean, basically, uncomfortable Hatfields just gotta be like, hey, you know what? Because let me tell you about some of these Hatfields. Some of these Hatfields making eight million a year, and talking to the rest of the Hatfields, you know, like, hey, bro, you know, da 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 da. But in reality, they got a good place with the McCoys. So they so. You got to get rid of those Hatfields. And in the case, like people don't understand what I'm saying. There are people who are, who are black, who really don't have much skin in the game, but they are talking about we need to do this just because they grew up in that and that's another thing too just because you grew up in that and you're no longer in that doesn't all automatically mean that you you can't relate but it doesn't automatically mean that you do because you what's that say you know when you've been eating filet mignon you can't go back to hamburger helper <laughs> That's what some of these, some of these hat feels. They like, nah, man. I'm gonna stay right here. I'm, I'm gonna play both sides of the fence. Yeah. Well, story's still being written, bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But um. Yeah, man. I just this is this is something I don't see how it goes back. I think the problem is people, G, thinking that this is gonna blow over. This is not blowing over. I'm not saying that we're gonna be rioting every other week or anything. I'm not saying that. But again, as much as my era talks about these millennial not excuse me not millennials but Gen Z and as irritating as they may be and how much trash hip hop y'all tend to throw out <laughs> like they ain't with the status quo man I agree with that hold on real quick before before we go forward I just want to point out that you said the rioting and whatnot. Yeah, there's plenty of rioting going on. 
Uh, but I'm sick of the writing getting. I'm, I'm, you're right. Grouped you're right. in with the protesting. protesting. You're absolutely right. Like there's a separate group of assholes who want to start problems and riot, and those are not the same people that are protesting. But the funny thing is, when there was peaceful protests going on, there still are. Everybody had a problem with it till the rioting started. That's like, oh, why can't you protest peacefully? That's bullshit. A whole another pod we could do on that. That's one thing. Um, yeah, so much involved, man. Seriously, but uh, you're right. They're definitely not with the status quo. Um, and that's gonna have to be kind of the ones that start turning it over as time passes. But it ain't gonna be real soon or soon at all, to be honest. Yeah, well, cool. But my point in saying that is cats from our era need to quit worrying about, like, oh, man, y'all are this, y'all. Man, cultivate these cats. Do not extinguish that fight. Do not support these young, support these young kids. Not in any and everything, because, I mean, some of these... I mean, let's be honest, some of these cats is loco. And, you know, but these cats are like, man, nah. We ain't with this. We ain't with this. And everyone thinks the world is, you know, our, our country's in chaos. Well, no, this is what happens when, like, okay, uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm through. I'm through. I'm through eating what you've been serving. And now, all of a sudden, this is wrong. Right. But. But yeah. It, I mean, it won't. It won't be. You know, it ain't gonna be next week. It ain't gonna be next year. <laughs> yeah. But I just. I don't know, man. I think. I think a lot of this stuff is changing, man. Because I, this is gonna be crazy to say, man, but I see the NCAA. I, man, I can see that ending here soon. Yeah, they are by far the biggest losers in this entire development by a long shot. But in real life, uh, you know, it's whatever they lose going forward is going to take a long time for that to equal to what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I know, man. Anything else you wanna you wanna bring up, G? Um. Now I think we covered most of the immediate right now without you know falling down the rabbit hole or whatever but um, just I'm interested to see um, what's next tomorrow I fully expect some more games to be boycotted Friday who knows Saturday who knows next week who knows um, they have to be thinking about what's next you can't have this solidarity plan or idea I'll say without a plan behind it. Yeah. 
So, I mean, this they very well could be a one and done. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I've I've said far more than I thought I was gonna say. So um, I don't really have anything else, man. Um, thanks for doing this, man. But I just didn't feel like like doing a. I'll be honest with you. I didn't feel like doing an NFL preview, man. No, which it would it, it, it wouldn't have made much sense to be honest. I mean, for you being you and me being me, it wouldn't have made much sense at all. Yeah. So, uh, with that, man, thanks to my boy G. Um, thanks for you guys for listening. Uh, leave your, you know, give us some feedback. Please. I mean, am I crazy? Is G crazy? We both crazy? Or, I mean, we kind of, you know, we kind of got some points. Either way, give us some feedback. We really appreciate y'all listening. And uh, let's keep the discussion going, man, because people need to talk but at some point in time man like your words and your life gotta match yep alright G you hit, you take us home uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in for the folks looking forward to the AFC West preview uh, I would say we apologize but I don't really feel sorry um, you know we took it how it came and we addressed what we felt needed to be addressed uh, but we will get back to the NFL preview so y'all stay tuned alright we out